0: thou shall not suffer a witch to live exodus 22 8 what's going on everybody i am kevin I'm Kevin. And this is episode 115 of the Dark Windows Podcast. This is going to be our second episode of October.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And it's also going to be something that I think both of us have wanted to talk about for a long-ass time. And And now that we have time, we're going to do it, and we're going to try to do it as much justice as we can.
1: And if you listened to the very first part, you would have heard... You would have, if you probably guessed by now what we're going to be talking about.
0: We are going to be covering in two parts and then a third bonus part the Salem witch trials of 1692 to 1693. Yes. So. Oh, and by the way, our third bonus part is uh, surprise. We're going to fucking Salem. (laughs) It's a. Business expense, quote unquote. <laughs> but hey, we're going to go down, and there's a fucking giant book stop, uh, bookshop that is like going to be a black hole that I'm going to fall into. Yeah. Uh, foot to like walking tours and all kinds of other crazy cool shit that I'm super excited for. So let's get into this. Yeah. So June 1692 to May 1693 were 11 of the darkest months in early American history. In that time period, 19 most likely innocent people would die in some very, very creative and painful ways. Salem wasn't the first witch trial in history. They actually date back as far as 2300 BC in ancient Babylon. Some religions, mostly Christianity, Catholicism, Protestantism, and Islam, are adamantly opposed to witches and witchcraft, while some other polytheistic religions, like those of the ancient Greeks, the Norse, Native Americans voodoo, santeria, and some others including to a degree Judaism have less ill will and are even sometimes openly embracing of witches and witchcraft.
1: Between the years 1450 to 1700 in Europe, over 100,000 people yeah. were executed for witchcraft. Yeah. That's about 80 and 80% of them were actually women.
0: Well, yeah. Now, which is which is funny because Obviously, the witch, witch trials, a higher percentage are going to be women. Mm-hmm. But if we ever get into it, which I kind of would like to at some point, the European werewolf trials that they did were like almost 100% men.
1: Yes. Yeah. Now, um, it is to be said that when we think of like witches and, and all this that kind of goes into it, we think of, you know, all of the magic and everything, right? Okay. flying around on brooms and shit. Yeah.
0: Now, New
1: England, New Englanders of the time use things like astrology, folk healing, divination, fortune telling, and magic when just on like everyday life. Right. So they, when they wanted to divine the future, they would take a sieve and a balance, and in a uh, uh, They'd put a, or take a sieve and they'd balance it on a pair of scissors and they'd ask it a question. And if the sieve wobbled, that means that the answer was yes. If it didn't, <laughs> it didn't. Uh, they would also take a glass and put water in the glass, then break an egg into the glass. And I'm getting some was, rocky vibes here. They, they used that actually as a primitive uh, crystal ball. Okay, see the future in a yoke or some shit. Now, yeah. Hmm, okay. Um, now they did have forms of counter magic, which some of us may see to this day, hanging over doorways. Can you kind of guess what I'm getting? Uh, horseshoes, crosses,
0: yes. horseshoes. Yeah.
1: Take a horseshoe, turn it, not so basically so that the points up yeah the round the rounded part the u shape mm-hmm. the round part is facing down points are up that is you know basically for warding off good luck um so now ministers of this time declared that that all forms of magic were to be considered evil
0: well yeah obviously unless it's a man that died in a was put in the cave and then came back to life three days later. That kind of magic's totally fucking cool. But, like, if you're running around in the woods and shit doing magic, that's where it's frowned upon.
1: Now, the... As I... When I was doing doing the research, this guy, he referred to them as the lay people or whatever. I'm still going to say common folk. They didn't really listen to ministers at all. Yeah, They actually... Believe that they themselves made the distinction between benevolent, counter, and malevolent magic. Absolutely, um, it's
0: it's no different than a, a a gun. It all depends on how you use it. Yeah, Man, you can use it for good. You can use it for evil.
1: Now, like I said, you know, ministers believed it was all evil, so they felt that magic was a devil's tool and that no human could actually wield magical powers, which means it came from diabolical interventions. Some common folk believe that men and women could wield supernatural power, and the early pagan folks actually worshipped a half man, half goat god. Yep. That they later that later was given uh, fallen angel wings by Christians and made into the symbol of the devil.
0: Yep, it's the same same way we ended up with uh, uh, Baphomet um, stuff like that, where the pagans worshipped what they called the horned man, mm-hmm. and then. Once Christianity came in, they're like, they did the same thing they did everywhere else where they hit pagan religions. We're going to take your shit, and we're going to twist it and use it against you.
1: Yeah. the So, according to folklore, Satan needed to have followers to do his bidding so he would recruit witches, mm-hmm. mostly women. Some were men as well they would ask to sell their souls for sexual pleasures or earthly favor. Fucking, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> the deal was made and marked in his book. You signed the book with the witch's blood. So, this is I, I figured, hey, you know what? We might as well talk about, you know, some of this background. Yeah, you got to get you got to
0: get the origin, you know. You know, kind yeah, of like,
1: I mean, some of the the stuff like um Malfeasum, you know what that is?
0: Uh, something e- it's something evil because it's, it's got a, mal in it. A harmful magic, which
1: is the in in the use of a uh, cult or supernatural or mysterious power to bring harm or misfortune to someone. Now, keep that in mind. Right. Okay. There's a lot of these things that I will say. Probably Kevin's going to say too. Yeah. There's there's a, you, there's a lot of. Uh, Keep in mind.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of little, like, nooks where you're going to be like, okay, so you need to save this one because yeah. it's going to come up again. <laughs> you know, bookmark that. <laughs> Fucking put a pin in it. Yep. <laughs> right there.
1: Uh, then there's diabolism, which is worshipping the devil, which includes making a face-to-face pact with the devil and or worshipping the devil in large groups. See, I mean – So that's what they kind of thought that witches did. Yeah.
0: I mean, so if you're going to do that, like – if you're going to make a deal with the devil, you've got to make sure you're going to get the best part, you know, get the best out of it on your end. Like, yeah, he gets your soul, sure. But what do you, what do I get out of it? Yeah. Like, you're going to pay off my house? Are I going to get a new car? Maybe get some people to actually listen to the show? <laughs> uh-huh. eh, not that I've thought about it or anything, but hey, whatever. Oh, hey, maybe, <coughs> maybe that might work. Never know, man. Um. So... 1627. Hold on, before we get that far. Oh, I want to jump in I want to jump in here a little bit. Yeah, yeah, go so ahead. So you did the the basically like the origin of witches and their connection to the devil. Yeah. So I found some other witch trials that I wanted to talk about a little bit that kind of they led they almost led directly to what would happen in Salem. Like a couple of like real quick ones that I mean, obviously we could put the research in and do these as full episodes. Also Um, like we have the, the Clemsford witch trials, which took place in England Uh that uh, they took place in 1566. And they were actually the first trials that resulted in executions in England for witchcraft. The Pendle witch trial of 1612 would result in the deaths of 10 and a handbook being written as a guide for these trials that would be used almost directly in the Salem trials. There was some edits, obviously part of this handbook encouraged the judges and magistrates to use the testimony of children and basically take them at their word for stuff like that. So, but there was a, uh, there was another one that I thought was kind of interesting, but it almost doesn't really fit, but they tried him as a witch. Uh, there was a man by the name of Giles Garnier. Um, and this took place in 1572. This one's a, It's going to sound like I said, it's going to sound a little different to me. It sounds more like a serial killer, Uh considering some of the witnesses said that at one point before he was captured, they saw a wolf running away with a child in its mouth. And just as he got to the crest of the hill in front of the moon, he retook the shape of a man and he was captured and it was Giles Giles Garnier. And uh, I mean, he was tortured on the rack and burned at the stake
1: because they did a lot of burning there. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, Where, dude! Europe, they loved burning witches. Well,
1: well, yeah, because that's the difference between Europe and here. Yeah, <laughs> Europe, they burned them at the stake. Here, they bur- they they hanged them for the I most part. Yeah, I always get confused: hanged or hung? I'm hung. Yes, it, it's hanged.
0: Yeah, I would say hung is yes, dick wise. Um, so before we get into Salem, like since we're talking about literature, there's a few. There's one that we really need to talk about because. It's pretty much the Holy Grail handbook for killing witches. And they would use this for centuries to come. And like a lot of these little handbooks you're getting from here and there are directly because of this. Uh This book's got a lot of really fucking badass names and I'm actually ordering a copy of it. A direct translation of the original I found. It's like 45 bucks. And I'm super fucking stoked. Uh, Of the. The the... Malleus Maleficarum. Or in its original title. Der Hexenhammer,
1: yes, it was the a...
0: Hammer of the Witches, written in 1486 yes. by Heinrich, Heinrich, Kramer
1: and Jakob
0: Springer. That okay? So here's where some contention starts. That Jakob Springer guy made edits to it after Heinrich had died, so a lot of people don't consider what he added to it canon, basically for killing witches, because he had a lot of stuff in there that people are like. Uh, this is written by somebody different. This doesn't, it's not quite the other guy's style. What are you getting at?
1: Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, according to the historian that I was looking at, he actually said, said that it was written by both of them. Mm. The original
0: so. text of it, it was written by Heinrich and then stuff was added by the other guy.
1: I, I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't alive in, you well, know, neither was I, but just, you know,
0: I mean, um, and I mean, this, this book elevated the crime of sorcery and witchcraft, to the level of heresy, which made it a capital punishable crime, punishable by death, by the most uncomfortable means necessary, usually burning at the stake. Mm-hmm. Um, so for anybody not familiar with what happens in that is uh, the quote unquote criminal would be tied to a large vertical wooden stake. Um, there'd be a pile of branches and dry grass and wood around him, and they would set the pyre ablaze. And the heat would usually, I mean, obviously the heat's fucking unbearable. You're on fire. But being on fire is not usually what killed you. It was either smoke inhalation or as the fire crept up your clothing and it got up to your collar and you breathed in, you would actually suck fire down into your lungs and it would burn you from the inside out. Yeah. So fucking no bueno. (laughs) And
1: and, and this book Uh -uh. basically was like, you know, said that, women were more drawn to evil than men. Just because, you know, I think it was the whole, um, Eve thing. Unlike mainland Europe, witchcraft was a crime against the church. And in England, it was actually not against the church. It was against the state.
0: Right. Because England was a little different. Well,
1: because the church was the state. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. And, well... Witches were not to be burned at the stake They would be hanged And they were hanged wholesale
0: Yeah <laughs> they, they weren't hanging one or two at a time They're like, let's uh-huh. fucking round them up Get as much rope as you can We're going to need to start planting more trees Because yeah. we're going to hang a fucking ton of witches
1: And in sen- <laughs> since the, you know Well, most of the Europeans that came here Were from England um, Those ideals actually carried over to New England
0: Yeah And mostly fucking Puritans
1: yeah, I mean...
0: And actually, speaking of witches in New England, there's something that you won't find anywhere else for the most part other than our home, our little home state, what are called witches' windows, where anybody that's ever driven through fucking rural Vermont, eventually you will find an old-ass farmhouse somewhere uh-huh. that's got a slanted window in it, and they put them in there like that because witches couldn't fly through them on their broomsticks if they were slanted. <laughs> I see a
1: lot of those. Yeah,
0: it's like, hey, welcome to fucking Vermont. This is our weird shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like, nobody else has those. Uh,
1: Crazy. You know?
0: But it's it's one of those things where it's part of, like, regionally specific superstition for some reason. Like, I don't know if you see them in Massachusetts or Rhode Island or wherever, but, like, I know you can... Like, fucking, you get into like farm country here, you can't swing a dead cat without seeing one. They're everywhere.
1: Yeah. And they are
0: a bitch to replace, by the way.
1: Yeah, there's a oh, lot of I, I see a lot of them all the time.
0: So, basically, for the rest of the episode from here on out, we're going to kind of follow a timeline that we worked on. um, Just kind of all the events leading up to 1692 and when fucking we st- they just started. Hanging witches like fucking wind chimes all over Massachusetts.
1: Yeah, we're going we're to gonna kind of, you know, go into some more detail in yeah, for some sure. of the years. You know, some parts because there's some pretty good stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of over. really
0: interesting shit that led up to this that I didn't know about until we yeah started getting into it. So we're going to start off in 1627. The Guide to the Grand Jurymen is published by Puritan Reverend Richard, uh, Ber- Richard Bernard in England. This would be the refined handbook with guidance for prosecuting witches. So this would be like a refined version of that that smaller handbook that we spoke about earlier. Mm-hmm. 1628 Salem is founded when John Endicott and about a hundred other settlers arrive in what is now Danver's Massachusetts.
1: And they actually when so when they found Danver, when they found Salem, which was, the at the time, well, it was Salem, but it was going to be Salem Village. Yes. Um, they actually hold on. So th-
0: this is the part where it gets a little confusing. You'll you'll hear us talk about Salem Village and Salem Town. The difference is Salem Village is where modern day Danvers is. Salem Town is where the town of Salem actually is now. Where you have like all your tours and your, you know, your your museums and stuff like that. That's Salem Town. That's not Salem Village.
1: Yeah, and. They referred, they called uh, Salem Village their shining city on a hill.
0: I don't understand.
1: I don't know either. Uh, So the
0: the Puritans are another group that are just, like, real fucking strange that I'm kind of glad they don't exist anymore because it was just, like, the worst possible version of, like, Christian fundamentalism. Like, anytime you take a religion and you become a fundamentalist with it is where it's, like... This is where we got problems, because you have no wiggle room for anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. You know? I mean, but... You like, know what? They they took the... They took... um, They took it and ran with it. They took the Bible...
0: Took oh, literally what the Bible said and ran with it. sure they did.
1: Now, um, so... Just... Well, actually... Um, I know I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, but we'll we'll jump back just a tiny bit. So, 1692 is when the whole vil- whole thing of Salem was was founded or chartered or whatever, right? Okay. Where it 16- became a 20- unified. Yeah, 1628. Yeah. Um, now, two years later, the village was founded, which separated itself. Right. So, And this was actually home to 550 people.
0: This is, I'm guessing, a group of people that had a different view, like slightly different view than everybody else. And like, we'll make our own Salem well, and there won't be any hookers or blackjack in it.
1: Well, I, th- I think it was mo- kind of more like the fact that – kind of like um, – I don't know if anybody has – well, what we have here is we ha- we have – in the town we live in, we live in this one town. And within the town, you have the town, but then we have the village, which is at...
0: Which is literally fucking six houses. Yeah, which is like (laughs) the center
1: of the town. Yeah. Here, it's the opposite where the village is outside of the town. So And it's still
0: like six fucking houses. Well, it's not six houses. Eh, Technically, it's like six or eight. No. Village green? No, it's more than that. Cause it goes down by the school. Oh, whatever. So it's fucking like twenty houses. Well, whatever. They can suck it. But I mean, fuck Pittsburgh Village. <laughs> e- even though,
1: even though the the village was kind of separate, they were still under the jurisdiction of Salem Town, right? Um, but you know, most were fine with it, but they actually some weren't, and actually wanted to govern themselves.
0: Yeah. Which is where we'll, you'll run into some other issues there.
1: Yeah, yes, yes.
0: For sure. Keep that – pin that one as well. I hope you guys brought pins because you're going to need a, a bunch. Or you can bookmark it. Yeah. Okay, so, so – So, 1636, uh, a man by the name of Roger Williams is banished from Salem. Do you know who he is? He would actually go on to found the colony of Rhode Island, which I was like, not super important to the story. Kind of fucking cool. Yeah. You know? Uh, we all, we just talked about 1638 when uh, Salem Town and Salem Village split basically. 1641 England and the colonies subsequently establish witchcraft as a capital offense punishable by death. Obviously. hmm
1: Yeah, and uh, in the 1640s, um, England was actually going during doing a civil war. Yeah. They were, you know, during this whole thing. Catholics
0: and Protestants fighting each other.
1: Yeah. And, well... It was
0: like Ireland just a couple hundred years before. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And, actually, during this time, the, you know, these two gentlemen uh, by the name Throwing that term around, huh? Yeah. Matthew Hopkins and John
0: Stern... Oh, these
1: fucking turds. ...came along and said, hey... Guess what? We can find witches for you. Wink,
0: wink, wink. We're snake oil salesmen. <laughs> Pay yeah. us, we'll kill people you don't want.
1: They would go from town to town and village to village, finding witches and helping in their prosecution. And well, people in New England, being still part of
0: England, would hear about this and be like, oh, "We need some of those." Yeah, they were that guy with those guys' titles were actually Witchfinder General, which is fucking. Excellent. That is kind of cool, and I believe it's a band name too. Really? Yeah, dude. Oh, interesting. Hold on, two seconds here. I'm pretty confident Witchfinder General's a band. That's kind of cool if it is. Yeah, they they for sure are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, they've got songs such as uh, albums such as Friends of Hell and Death Penalty, so kind of like right up my alley. They they've been active since 1979. Holy Jesus. Really? Damn, dude, yeah. Wow. An influential 1980s UK doom metal band. Oh, oh fuck. I got to listen to some of that then cuz doom metal's pretty awesome. It's where you get, like Black Sabbath and shit.
1: Jesus. Yeah, crow. buddy.
0: Anyway. Um So, June 15th of ni- of 1948. 1948, yeah. huh? <laughs> June 15th of 1648, Margaret Jones of Massachusetts would be the first person executed for witchcraft in the New World. She was uh, she was hanged on Gallows Hill in Boston, which is about twenty five miles south of Salem.
1: Yeah, and uh, uh, over a hundred people prior to the events of Salem had been accused were actually accused. Yeah, of being witches, and the New England law deemed the witchcraft was a civil crime, which was punishable by hanging. And so then between this is kind of a little, little head, but you know, sixteen forty eight. To 1663, 15 people have been execu- were executed for being witches.
0: And, you know, that's that's the, like the kind of shitty thing is there were so many people killed before Salem for it, and nobody remembers their names because they didn't die in Salem, <laughs> you know? Uh, well— But, hey, that's what we're here for. Well, there
1: is—yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. So,
0: 1656, Thomas Addy publishes A Candle in the Dark, which is critical of witchcraft— With Whipcraft, <laughs> which is critical of witch uh, witchcraft prosecutions. He was kind of a, he was a doctor, but he was he was kind of like a little ahead of his time. Where he's like, I'm a man of science. I'm also a man of faith, but uh-huh. being like, hey, you're a witch. You need to die. It's kind of bullshit because magic doesn't exist. But that was all kind of also another thing where this was a, a time. Where if you were a person of faith, you had to believe in God, you had to believe in the devil, you had to believe in good and evil, and, like, witchcraft was kind of in there. So if you didn't believe in, like, witchcraft and ghosts and all this shit, you weren't a true person of faith. Because you were ignoring true evil. So it's kind of... Sort of, kind of. hit or miss, like...
1: Well, the ministers were still saying, you know, you shouldn't believe in magic, I think they you know. were they were
0: more thinking like you should believe in it, you just shouldn't use it. Like you should be, you. It's kind of like you know you have to you have to respect it because it can it's it's not good. It's something that's powerful. Yeah. So you need to you know it needs to be in the back of your mind that that's a thing, but just don't do it because if you do, we're gonna fucking hang you. Yeah. <laughs> so April of 1661, Charles II regains the crown of England and ends the Puritan Commonwealth, which was a group. Headed by well known, well known stick in the mud Oliver Cromwell, who was like the fucking Puritans Puritan, like uh-huh. you. He was he was like the dude. Like if you were gonna be a Puritan, you would be like, I want to be like fucking Oliver Cromwell. Well, because and Ol- then they fucking killed him like real bad.
1: Well, because Oliver actually he was, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong on this, and if I'm wrong. You know, somebody can tell one me. One of
0: our one of our four English listeners will correct us. Well, no, they
1: they can tell me. Um, I'm, I think I'm correct in saying this, that when, um, when basically when the the Civil War ended, um, Be- Oliver was the head of, I don't know whatever what faction it was, and he actually became like the prime minister. Right, he was the lead of of the of. Of the, um... He was the head of the
0: church, which would have made him the head of the state.
1: Well, he was the head of the state because they didn't necessarily, you know, do away with the king and queen. They just kind of lessened their role.
0: Yeah, but then when Charles II retook the the crown, he's like, Uh, hey, buddy, we're gonna fucking kill you, and you're gonna like it. Yeah. Like, we're gonna cut you all kinds of, like, into all kinds of different pieces and just see what happens. Mm-hmm. So 1662, Richard Mather drafts a proposal that would be adopted by the Puritan church called the Halfway Covenant, which distinguished between full members of the church and the children who, until they reached a certain age, were not technically members of the church.
1: And to become a member of the church, fucking crazy. You have to actually... um, You can't just go, hey, I want to be baptized in the church, or just go and, and... sit in on sermons and
0: which you, like if you're a Catholic, sure, go ahead. That's how they kind of get you th-
1: this way. You have to, um, I mean, they're, they're Catholics, but on steroids, let's put it that way. Well,
0: no, these guys were like, well, we can't be associated with them. Catholics. That, that's too flashy, but you know, th- they're but using they're... like all this fancy, like, oh, they've got gold cups in their They're, Priests wear all these, like, fancy vestments. Like, that's that's too flashy for us. We're just simple folk, you know? I know. And the thing is, which, which is funky... they like the fucking Amish,
1: almost. <laughs> no, they wouldn't like the Amish either. No, that's true. No, they wouldn't they, like... They, they didn't like they were the Quakers. like. They were
0: Quakers on steroids. No, they didn't like the Quakers. I don't like the
1: Quakers either. The only thing they've ever done good is oatmeal. Well, for, for, for them, okay, this is... This is a little, like, little side piece here. So, during this whole time in, um... In New England, shit was like, like bad. And this is the whole, like, part, you know, kind of somewhat the sort of like background to it all, and maybe part of the hysteria, hysteria of witchcraft in New England, which was there was a, like a lot of fear. Yeah. For and sure. one of the fears was attack from Indians, mm-hmm. smallpox, you know, stuff like that going around. Fair. And. They also had a fear of, um, of the Quakers and stuff moving in to the area more, <laughs> more because they were trying to take over more. Yeah, because the the and Quakers there, are such a
0: violent crew, you and, know. Well, they didn't
1: like that. They didn't. They they liked what they you know were doing. They were they were trying to change people's mindsets with right. things. So you know, with with they, these different fears going on, it kind of you know. They were trying to get more people back into the church, kind of like you know what, well, the Catholic faith did, you know, creating the devil and all these sins. Well, it was Christianity in general, but Catholicism, you know, Christianity
0: whatever. was was there first, though. Sure, Catholicism's like it's like it's like Catholicism and Protestantism are like offshoots of the same thing, where they disagree on the science of how a baby's made. <laughs> sure. One of them's like, no, like, no, that's that's an angel baby. The other one's like, no, she fucked a dude, and she's lying about it. <laughs> Why the fuck you lie? <laughs> Why you fucking farm hands? <laughs> Got to get some comedy in here. Fuck it. So, 1668. So, 1668, Joseph Glanville publishes *Against Modern Sude- uh, Sadi- Saticism*. Sadduckism? We're going to go with Sadduckism. Why not? Sure. Which states that those that don't... like This is kind of where I jumped to before. It states that those that don't believe in witches, apparitions, spirits, and demons deny the existence of God and therefore should be treated as heretics. And heretics and witches get the same treatment where you get a hemp necktie. Fuck you. Swing (laughs) them. Yes. So, again, (laughs) it's kind of tricking people. Like... Oh, so you believe in God, right? Yeah. Well, you do you believe in ghosts? No. You believe in witches? No. So you don't believe in God then? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yeah, it's fucking, it's shifty as fuck. I don't, I don't trust it. Like, if I was around back then, I'd have got hung like real fucking fast because they have been like, dude, there's cur- there's like women running around with their titties out in the woods around a fire, and I've been like what are we hanging out here for in our shitty little pants and shoes and stuff? Let's fucking take these scratchy fuckers off and see what's going on. I'd have been the first one dead. <laughs> oh my goodness. So 1669, Suzanne Martin of Salisbury, Massachusetts, which is around 30 miles South of Salem is accused of witchcraft. Rarely enough, her case is dismissed by a higher court. And oh, this is, you want to talk about a fucking mouthful of a name, Anne Holland Bassett Burt, who is a Quaker woman, is charged with witchcraft. Her granddaughter, and this is another name you're gonna to want to remember for later, was Elizabeth Proctor. <clears throat> That's definitely a name that we're gonna come into yes. next week. Yes, definitely. So make notes. <laughs> Elizabeth Proctor, scratch it down.
1: Uh-huh.
0: October eighth of sixteen seventy two, Salem Village separates from Salem town. So, again, like we said before, Salem Village is where modern day Danvers, Massachusetts is. Salem Town is where Salem is now.
1: But l- like I said, Salem Town still governs over yes. Salem Village. Yes.
0: Spring of 1673, a meeting house is raised in Salem. 1679, Simon Broadstreet becomes governor of, Ma- of the Massachusetts Bay Colony. Bridget Bishop of Salem Village is accused of witchcraft. Reverend uh, Reverend John Hale testifies on her behalf and the charges are dropped. So it's that simple. All you have to do is have someone more important than you in town vouch for your character and you're fucking out of it. You're fine.
1: Uh, yeah. Most most of the time. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean. Exceptions
1: are made. Exceptions are made, (laughs) especially another uh, 10
0: years-ish, you know, down the road. Yeah. you know, a little less than 10 years. <laughs> so 1680, Elizabeth Morse of Newberry, Massachusetts, is accused of witchcraft. She's sentenced to death, but her sentence is reprieved. You want to know why? She's, fucking, she's, that's she's, where John is from. Uh, 1680 to 1683. Kind of a big jump here. Reverend George Burroughs, again, put a fucking pin in that one, serves as the minister of the Salem Village Church. Now his wife had died in 1681, and he remarried. And due to the fact that he remarried, the church wouldn't ordain him as a minister. So he was essentially like a pastor or a deacon or something like that. Yeah. But they they just they couldn't find it in their their power to be like, okay, well you're you're the minister, because, you know, yeah, I know your wife died and shit, but hey, fuck you. Sucks to be you. Yeah. So, John Hawthorne would actually serve on the church committee to find a replacement for Burroughs. And again, that's a name you're going to want to remember too. Mm-hmm. Just remember all these names. Fucking, if you have to listen to this episode again before you listen to episode two. <laughs> because uh, there's a lot of names. Please come back. Yeah, for sure. This is the point where you stop and go back to <laughs> please flip the podcast over to side B. <laughs>
1: I used to hate that.
0: Oh, it was fucking awful, wasn't it? Listen to fucking Bernstein Bears. You see, kids, there used to be these things called cassette tapes. Yes. You'd put them in your radio, and you'd listen to one, one side of it. Then you'd have to flip it or, and listen to the other side of it. Or, hey, kids. And that basically worked to rewind the first side. So you could listen to the same thing over and over. You just had to listen to it in the right order.
1: And some of us would say, hey, kids. And there was no there's skipping. Something, there's something even older than that one where you had to slip over. It's called side A and side B of a record. Yeah, but then there was also
0: eight tracks that you couldn't fast forward. But a record was, you know, before that. I know. But, dude, listen, dude, I might not be as old as you, but I had a record player at my parents' house. We we had a fucking eight track. I had a suitcase a fucking like a giant briefcase of fucking cassette tapes. Well, hey. I remember the good old days. Oh my god! And you might—do <sighs> you remember how heartbreaking it was when your fucking player like sucked the tape out of one? You had to like very gently fight with it. You'd have to like stick a pencil through the little splines and rewind it very, very slowly, very, very, very it. gingerly. I don't want to talk about and it. And then it never sounded the same. Stop talking about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's traumatic. Oh, it's too <laughs> traumatic for me. Makes my heart hurt. Yes. Let's get back to 18, 1684. <laughs> Damn uh. you. Okay. So 1684. This dude's got a crazy fucking name. <laughs> Reverend Diodat Lawson. Oh, you hold
1: on. Before we get there. What? October 23rd of oh, yeah, 1684. Yeah. The Massachusetts Bay Colony is annulled. Yes. Because, you know. Someone over in England's an asshole and was like, you know what? Fuck you.
0: The king of England is an asshole? No way. Well, you you're know, trying to tell me that anybody in that royal family for like fucking lizards and vampires is not a nice person?
1: Listen, Henry VIII was the man, okay? You only, got, you only said that because he had a
0: song named after him. That's true. <laughs> so, uh. Ye old reptile folk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, Sir Edmund
1: uh, Andros was appointed the new governor. He was pro-Anglican and not real popular among the people of Massachusetts.
0: Yeah, because the main population of Massachusetts at this period in time were Puritans and Quakers. And neither one of them were, like, super big on Anglicans. No. Because they're both like, oh, you fucking Catholics and Protestants. Bunch of sinners. Sons of bitches. Yeah. So, 1684. Yeah, Reverend Diodat Lawson. What a name on this dude. I know. So, he's named... The new minister in Salem Village. Then, in 1685, Cotton Mather is ordained. Keep that name in mind. Yeah, we're going to talk about him. There's shortly. a lot of Mathers, and none of them are Marshall. No. Um, see, I haven't heard that he's the son of Richard. I kept getting. I saw that there was either Richard or another fucking name increase. Was his other was the other name that I they used? I think it was Increase Mathers and Richard Mathers. I, I think it was Richard. I don't know if they're the same person, if like or what, but Increase Mathers is a really fucking weird name. I think it was Richard. Throwing that out there. 1687, Bridget Bishop of Salem is accused of witchcraft again, and again she's acquitted. Poor woman. I mean, she's fucking Teflon at this point. Yeah. Can't get it to stick. So well, unfortunately, we got one that does stick. <laughs> so before we jump into the events of 1688, 1689, we are going to take our quick break and we'll come back on the other side of it and finish up this episode. So we are back. Okay. So 1689, Cotton Mather, which we just,
1: we mentioned. Yep. Uh, before the break.
0: Terrible fucking rapper. Yes. <laughs> I killed Finny Man.
1: That was Cotton Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, He was a prominent minister in New England. He actually wrote a book called My Memorable Providence Relating to Witchcraft and Possessions.
0: He wrote this – Sounds like a real dry fucking read. (laughs) Yes.
1: He wrote this after he witnessed in 1688 um, a – in Boston, a group of – a number of – I think it's – I believe it's four kids becoming – Really uh, becoming sick, or I'll put that in quotes. (laughs) Big old sick,
0: ye old finger quotes.
1: Yes, this one's rather strange because it also ties in a little bit to 1692 witchcraft stuff. Because it all starts off with the eldest daughter of the Goodwin children claiming that the laundress woman stole a stole linen from them. (sighs) What a bitch. The girl, the girl that stole it, supposedly, was the daughter of a woman in town that, according to Mather, was ignorant and scandalous. Ooh. And what kind of girl? He claimed that her husband, before he died, claimed that she was a witch. Now, keep that in mind. Okay. Okay. When the woman came to her daughter's defense and held the Goodwin girl, uh, yelled at the Goodwin girl... The Goodwin girl became very sick. Of course. And went into convulsions. Of course. Yeah. According to Mather, um, then, uh, they were nothing like those of epilepsy, which is a neurological disorder marked by sudden uh, recurrent episodes of sensory uh, disturbances, loss of consciousness, or convulsions associated with abnormal electrical activity in the brain. A lot of freaking – yeah. Verbiage.
0: It's witchcraft, basically. <laughs> then there was. Uh, Brain
1: magic. Catalepsy, which is a medical condition characterized by the trans. You go catatonic. By a trans or. No, this is different. Um. I think it is.
0: No, it sounds you just kind of like fucking glaze over and just like Bleh. Well, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going so, catatonic. Yeah,
1: characterized by a trance or seizure with a loss of sensation and consciousness, uh, accompanied by rigidity of the body. Or, he says the the diseases of astonishment. What those are, I have no
0: fucking clue. <laughs> 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 this guy, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna be quite frank with everybody <laughs> you just like you just jaw you like wow holy shit he's got astonishment yeah. somebody get this man into a hospital immediately <laughs> i don't know i mean is that like contagious i hope so that'd be fucking great <sighs> you better keep your astonishment to yourself i need 25 cc's of anti-astonishment right now <laughs> dude no
1: damn it that's not the your right mortgages <laughs>
0: do he's back he's fine we got him <laughs> can i just say i suffer from astonishment you yeah, think you have to have proof What have you done astonishing lately? I don't... Nothing. Exactly. You can't have it then. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Right.
1: Sorry, dude. Well, before I continue, I have to say, to be truly honest, we'll post this on, you know, so that people can actually read it. I'll I'll share a link. I think I actually gave it to you, Kevin. You you did. Yeah. This was, like, quite hard to follow a little bit because... The verbiage that he it uses... He's written in Old English. It's a fucking it's not, No, not really Old English. It's just, you know... Well, Older English than what we are used to. But it's not like, you know, Old Old English. No, but it's... Hell, fuck, I think Old Old English, I could have probably followed even better. Would it
0: maybe be, like, Middle English, technically? Yeah, he, he was trying to use, like... They put a lot of extra E's and shit in there? No, not so much that. He
1: was trying to use, like, verbiage and stuff. And, like, the...
0: What he was. Oh, is this where he like basically fucking mind fucks this woman into admitting she's a witch? Well, no, no. She like he he's with his like language he uses is kind of
1: like where like, he's flourishing on on his words. Yeah, and it's almost like he's coming up with different shit that you know. It's like okay, right? He's like you, like coming up with different like uh, spellings of words. I'm like, you dumbass, that's not how it's spelled. But anyway.
0: Yeah, but we also don't put, like, we're not like Canada and England where we don't put a, a U in, like, color and other things like that. And they think we're fucking stupid. And I'm like, no. Want to know why we don't do that anymore? Because when we came over here and started, like, newspapers and shit, you got charged by the letter. And we dropped a lot of real useless ones. True. There you go. Yeah. American history lesson. Fuck <laughs> the rest of you guys. Speak American. <laughs> <laughs> well, not... Fuck English. Speak, speak American. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, all right. So back to it. Well, you know my rant there. So well, it wasn't long before another of the sisters and two of her brothers became um, having began having symptoms, same as their sister. Uh, the doctors looked at them, especially a friend of the family named Doctor Thomas Oakes. He claimed that the symptoms w- could only be the work of a witch. Of course, the children children were all tormented in the same part of their bodies at the same time right in the butt now <laughs> butt torment the pain would increase throughout the day and into the night but at nine or ten o'clock at night the pain would stop oh yeah
0: go to sleep at some point in time. well no
1: they had to eat first oh and then they would go to sleep
0: oh okay so it's almost like they're hungry and being like whiny kids yes weird so they would sleep through the night No pain. Yeah.
1: Next morning, it starts again. Yeah.
0: Damn.
1: Being hungry (laughs) is a hell of a thing. (laughs) So the mother and father sought help for their children through the church and in prayer. They should have sought help through the fucking grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) Now, so they prayed and, you know, brought in the minister and everything. They prayed, prayed, and everything else. The youngest of the four children afflicted was actually saved, quote-unquote, and was not in pain anymore. Well,
0: they gave the kid a fucking steak.
1: Well, I think they, you know, she basically was like, I'm bored with this. You know, being so young.
0: Yeah. She was like, all right, so I'm going to go outside and play. All yep. right, bye. <laughs> I'm going to go talk to the goat. Yep. <laughs> Which, by the way, that movie, after watching it and then, like, doing some research, a lot of fucking parallels and it makes sense now. Yeah. Um, If you guys have Amazon Prime, I highly recommend going on and at least renting the Witch. Pretty damn good. It's a little slow, but once it picks up, it's really good. And there's a lot of parallels between... You can definitely tell that they took a lot of stuff from, you know, these cases leading up to Salem and used them for that movie. And it's really, really good. Yes. Yeah. I thoroughly
1: enjoyed it. So, the, the father then accused Glover of doing this to his children. Mm-hmm. And when she was brought in for questioning, Glover was asked if she believed in the in God, and she must have said something rather harsh, had some harsh language to say, because Mathers could not put pen to paper. He, he, he <laughs> as, as he put in it, she used such harsh language that I dare not repeat it. You know, on paper. I'm like, like oh I said, she's Irish. God damn it!
0: Oh well, that explains it. But she also spec uh, didn't she also like speak Gaelic too? Well, so they're probably thinking she's yeah. fucking talking in tongues and shit. Well,
1: this is the thing. She, they then asked her as a test, according to Mathers, to recite the Lord's Prayer, and she could not do so. Now, some say it was because she spoke a little a uh, little English. And more Irish or Gaelic, mm-hmm. which was her native tongue. Now she claimed,
0: "I'm Irish, you fucking idiot." <laughs> she claimed
1: that um, she would make her daughter and her husband speak. In- Excuse me. She made her. She claimed that she would make her daughter and husband, who previously passed away, speak English in the house, mm-hmm. so that um, they could get used to you know being able to speak to others, right. But she still knew Gaelic and right. You know. I mean, she was
0: the the homemaker. She didn't really have to talk to anybody yeah. else. Um. But now,
1: see, I I have a little bit of a problem with it because I feel that the, probably the reason she couldn't recite it, she didn't f- uh f- because she she didn't know you know the Lord's Prayer because she wasn't really taught it. Right. I guarantee it because, you know, she'll, she was well, you know, be, you know, a bigot, but she was a woman and her place was at home. Right. And she most time. likely
0: didn't start off as a, as a Puritan because the Irish were generally. No, she was probably either Protestant, Protestant or, or, Catholic or Catholic and then had to convert when she met her husband.
1: Well, it doesn't say that she was, doesn't say that she was Protestant. She wasn't
0: Puritan at all. Right. doesn't say that. Probably wasn't raised Puritan though. But she probably wasn't Puritan. But I mean, either. you would think that Catholics and Protestants is all kind of the same. Like, the Lord's Prayer is kind of uniform across the entire thing. I would think.
1: I mean, this is in Boston, so Boston unless, is is a is a mixed bag of you know at the time Catholic, you know, right, a lot of Irish there. I mean, unless
0: I mean, unless the Protestants, you know, the Puritans had a extra couple fucking verses to it or something.
1: No, I I don't know. Um... Now keep that in mind with the whole Lord's Prayer thing. Okay? Pens.
0: Pins. Yes. Put that pin <laughs> there. Um we're gonna we're gonna owe you fucking guys pins after this. <laughs> uh we now, used all our pins. <laughs> what the fuck are we gonna do? What yeah. what do we have to hang something up?
1: And I, and I do have to say, a little disclaimer, that I'm not totally certain about um my claim of, you know, being taught less just just because of Mathers writing. And I, I ha- like I said, I have to admit, it's really hard to decipher it. I mean,
0: I think at this point in time, we can kind of agree, though. He's kind of an asshole. Well, not so much he's an
1: asshole. It's just he is either... His a- kid's
0: definitely an asshole.
1: Cotton is either A, um blind, to has blinders on. This is how I, I look at everybody, almost, se- it seems like... Either A, you have, you, you have blinders on or you're open to it or you're just, you know, naive. And right. You, don't, you know, because he's blatantly with the stuff he puts in here. Anyone now could see through it and be like, well, there's no way. This kid is only uh, doing this just because, you know, to get back at this woman for. Right. You know, the the kid thing, stealing stuff. But the thing is, supposedly like, supposedly doing it.
0: This is like, we've definitely had this conversation off air before. It's like, you can't assign modern day sensibilities to history because it's so much different. But like, we can look at it and go like from our perspective and go, yeah, this is what's going on. But you can't be like, all oh, these guys are fucking stupid because of this. That's just how they work. Oh, no, you
1: know? I, no, I'm saying that's, you know, for
0: sure. No, no, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying like,
1: well, I mean, there were some that were like, even in 1692, there were like, because somebody would flourish something. One of the one of the girls actually. Um, this kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but one of the girls um, who was older claimed that you know somebody somebody had her in a spell or whatever it was. One, another person in the town, and somebody called her out on it. Was like, "No, you're just full of shit." Yeah. Basically, and said, "You know, you're lying." And she's like, "You're right, I am." But like, yeah. I mean, so there are some people that were then that were, you know, more. You know, not really like. Hey, I got blinders on. They, know, they they had a little bit, bit more thing. common sense. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, still, like I said, it's the time. We said it's the time. Right. You know, they had all and, this fear, going on of different things in their environment. Yeah. So, what's another thing to you know to fear besides witches? Yeah, for sure. So now when uh, Glover went to court to answer for her her crimes, they had an interpreter there. They had an interpreter there to help her, and she ultimately confessed to being a witch. Uh, She would be hanged on uh, November 16th, 1688.
0: I'm sure there was a lot of leading questions in there, too. Like, so, you know... Yeah, where I she mean, basically had to confess to it because she didn't have a fucking a way out.
1: Now, I do have to confess that there was a lot more to this. Yeah.
0: I, I will, we will definitely let you read it, but like there was, you know, confession. We probably f- could have made a, an episode just out of this case. Oh,
1: probably. Because,
0: I mean, there's a lot that yeah. went into this one. And, yeah. Like I said, we were just kind of trying to steam through this, this, uh, background before we get into the, yeah, the real meat and taters next week. But she, she, um,
1: like, there was a, a neighbor of hers that claimed that before she died, um, she told a friend of hers, who then testified that she saw Glover going down her chimney on a broomstick and at night. Um, kind of like more stuff like that, where they, the kids, you know, uh... Did some shit where they they were
0: like running around acting like animals. Yeah, like, which you know, like kids do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is it?
1: Um, when Glover, Glover was jailed, uh, the children instantly stopped being in pain. And, Coincidentally, yeah. But then, like, uh, something they went into the in into the courthouse or something like that, and then they instantly went back into pain. You know, it, it's like a lot of this stuff, and you and this. Keep a pin in this because you see we will see the same thing in sixteen ninety two. Yeah. With the pain and all this stuff. Now, remember A lot what of I bullshit s- basically. I said about, about the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. This was an indication right here that she was a witch. Because according to Cotton Mathers, a witch if you are a witch, you can cannot cannot recite, recite the Lord's Prayer. Yep. Now Pin it, because guess what? We will be coming back to that fact, and it will be disproven.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So. Uh, right, but ready to jump back into the timeline?
1: So, yeah. So, 1689, uh, Samuel Paris, the son of a cloth merchant, moved to Salem Village. Yeah. To be its minister and take over that role from... Uh, what was his name?
0: Diodat Lawson.
1: Yes. Yep. Uh he was a failed merchant before he became a minister. Um that was because he he became a minister because he didn't get a better portion of his father's land. So eh. the ministry was his last resort. Yeah.
0: So way I'm going to have any fucking land or money. Now, um I did f-
1: find something, see something read it here i i can't remember which cuz i have just heard read so much of this stuff lately that i believe he came from bermuda barbados
0: some like that
1: bahama some one of those like come on wanna...
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can just see the muppets in my head and i'm like oh, fuck i can't remember all the rest of them <laughs> yes uh-huh. come on wanna uh-huh. take
1: it <laughs> Come, oh, pretty, mama.
0: And like then Coco. <laughs> 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 oh, damn. Anyway. Uh, fuck, uh. you know, know how we're old? Because you remember that song with the fucking Muppets. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, no, I just watched it from, you know, the actual.
0: Yeah, but it was a Beach Boys song. And the, like I that's know. how I remember it was the Muppets singing it. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. That's okay. So, uh,
0: yeah. So, no, yeah, he was
1: act- they said that he was from that area, but I'm not sure. I think he was actually from New England. So, and so, you know, he, he just basically was like, ah, fuck it. I'm not gonna, I'm not getting any good stuff. So I might as well.
0: I'm going to go up there. Fucking scare a bunch of people.
1: So yes, he moves to Salem and becomes a minister. And when the village signed a covenant, and formed a new church. Um, A separate church divided the village, and Samuel did not make matters better. Um, No,
0: he sure didn't. When he gave his
1: sermons, he attacked his opponents, and over the next three years, he basically said that his opponents' motives were demonic in nature.
0: Yeah. So another thing that happened that same year was the outbreak of the Nine Years' War between the French and the English, which... Consequently, mm-hmm. on the continent side would result in the beginning of the French and Indian War, which was another huge, huge problem yes. for Salem because you've got the, you know, the French are working with the Native American tribes to try to kick all the English out and take the colonies for themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're recruiting all these natives to go into these different um, uh, like colonies and different towns in them and just fucking kill people or capture them, whatever to try to drive the English out.
1: Um, you also, uh, we also forgot to mention that 1689 Benjamin Holton dies. in oh, Salem Oh uh, yeah, I was, I was getting there still oh, that's 16. Yeah. Cause you skipped to 1690.
0: No, no, no. I, I said it's the same year. So that's 1688 when you're talking about the oh, other thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no worries. All right. So 1689 Benjamin Holton dies in Salem village attending doctors can't identify the cause of death. His death would actually be later used as evidence against Rebecca nurse in the trials in
1: 1692.
0: Yeah. That's... I mean, it's because he didn't have any, like he had nothing. He didn't have any like underlying issues. He wasn't sick for a long time. He just fucking keeled over. So my guess would be probably something like uh, as simple as like an aneurysm. Or a stroke or something like that that just killed him very quickly. I don't just kind of out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: I don't think he was exactly old.
0: No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't an old man. But
1: but the um, but the reason behind reasoning behind you know
0: it's because they like well we don't know how he died it must have been witchcraft. Yeah, but fucking crazy.
1: But the attributing factor was oh uh, you know I mean whatever it was but like some of the behind story was that uh, the fact that he. I don't know. He, he, nurse and him didn't really get along, and there was something to do with a fence or a, or an yeah, animal they, or something. They were
0: neighbors, and they'd had they squabbled.
1: Yeah, which which keep that in
0: mind. Yeah. That I I'm gonna say we're gonna say this a lot. Keep that in mind. Yeah. So October of 1689, Salem Village Church grants Reverend Paris a full deed to the parsonage, which was a violation of the con- of the congregation's own rules. So, basically, they gave this guy free run of the church and the land and house connected to it. So, basically, they were like, they said, you know, you can stay here. You don't have to pay anything, which, again, was a direct violation of, of the congregation's rules, which, again, that's going to lead to some fucking problems here shortly. Uh, February to March of 1690, the French send raiding parties of Abenaki Indians into New York and New Hampshire and between the two attacks, they kill nearly 100 settlers and take 40, uh, anywhere between 44 and 50 people captive. In April of 1690, William Phipps leads an attack against Port Royal, Bermuda, and the city surrenders after a couple of attempts at it. Captives and hostages are exchanged. Uh, later that month, the French actually take f- uh, Fort Loyal in Falmouth, Maine, they burn the entire town to the ground and kill most of the people there. Some of the people that survived would actually flee to Salem. Um, one of those people was Mercy Lewis, who lost both of her parents and would go to work for George uh, George Burroughs in Maine. And then she would end up joining the Putnam family in, in Salem. And again, another name to remember, the yes. Putnams. Um, oh, boy. And again, another one right here. April 27th, 1690. Uh, Giles Corey marries his third wife, Martha, um, moves in with her, uh, adopts her son, you know, just becomes dad, basically. Um, June of 1691, Ann Putnam Sr. joins the Salem Village Church. Uh, also that same month, King William replaced the charter and establishes the, the province of Massachusetts Bay and appoints William Phipps royal governor due to what he had done in uh, Bermuda, like with his you know attacks and taking of slaves and not slaves but captives and all that um, and if I'm not mistaken, one of the captives that he takes is going to play a huge fucking role in this too from Bermuda but uh, no tatuba she's,
1: she's not a captive.
0: Well whatever she was she came back with him. No she didn't come back with him I thought she did no she oh.
1: came she was with uh, um,
0: with uh, Samuel. Okay. She was hit because he he was down there. He bought her down there. Okay, October eighth of sixteen ninety one, Reverend Samuel Paris asked the church to provide him with more firewood for his home, and he states that the only person that donated was a, a man named Mister Corwin.
1: Yes, this was uh, hi, this is high contention.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. This we're we're starting to like really get into the the and by this time the village was
1: very much separated. Yeah. big divide some that had not agreed with a separate church didn't want samuel to have title to the village parsonage at all yeah you know they didn't want to join the new church or pray, uh, pray pay for a salary and this was the political division that was not how samuel said it um he he felt that it was a cosmic division between the forces of good and evil. Yeah.
0: And, of course, the forces of evil are the people that disagree with him. Yeah. And th- there was, like, this big town meeting that took place eight days later at, on October 16th where, it, like like you were saying, a lot of this, like, the town is separated, like, kind of right down the middle. Mm-hmm. And, like like you said, again, we don't want to pay him. You know, we should pay him but we don't want to, you know, and you got all of that. And Paris begins to preach about the satanic conspiracy that's been formed in town against him and the church. And, of course, against his family, too.
1: And this was all because the the opposition gained control of the five-man village commu- uh, community. That was, you know. Yeah. So, you know, Paris wasn't able to once again. He again, separate his personal political religion, which we saw, you know, from from his anything. Well, back then, I mean, preached.
0: political and religion were the same thing. Well, he couldn't.
1: He, not really. He, he couldn't he couldn't separate them. He couldn't see them as because um, I mean, your religion is, you know, your faith and and all that. But your political is because, you know, you're standing in the community um, and such, you know, cause I mean, he was, a you know, a well to do person in this, in this, right. But yeah, th- this is,
0: this is like well before the separation of church and state, but there was
1: still a political, you know, hierarchy because right. there was, you know, the governor, there was the, the, the ministers, the fi- the village committee, you know, that's the politics of it. Not, not the religion side of it, which he yeah. couldn't, like I said, he couldn't separate them and he had these personal issues that you know because they like you like you said that one man was the only one that brought him any wood yep so i mean uh, it's you know now here's the the real question
0: is if anybody in town needed wood would the church have provided it no probably not no um not likely at all it's, That's not our job.
1: No. Nope. Now, by this time in... Uh, just at, So, in, by 1692, when everything happened, uh, Europe had actually stopped prosecuting witches.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're just a little behind. Yeah. But, you know, we were young, still trying to figure stuff out. Of course. Yeah. This is, like, pre-pubescent mm-hmm. United States. <laughs> George uh, Washington hadn't been, you know, born a fucking Christ figure yet to pull everybody's shit together and be like, listen, fuck them English. We yeah. got work to do. <laughs>
1: now, between uh, late January and early February, a group of girls began exhibiting unusual behavior. Oh, and who were those girls? Um. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. They, they uttered strange sounds, uh, began crawling on the floor, uh, contorted their bodies, choked, had spasms, lost speech, and were able to, unable to pray and saw apparitions. Hmm. These fits began in the Paris house.
0: Oh, really?
1: With Samuel's 9 No year- shit,
0: you don't say. Yeah. The be- guy that's at the center of all this bullshit is at the center of all this <laughs> bullshit? Yes. Yeah. What they, a fucking
1: surprise. They began with his nine-year-old daughter, Betty and his 11-year-old niece, Abigail. They began acting strangely. Yeah. Now, it has to be said that during the early winter of 1691 to the late winter of 1692, some girls and women of the village began to experiment with magical de- uh, divination.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't think we are supposed to be doing that.
1: Well, they did.
0: Oh, shit. Fucking sinners.
1: They wanted to see whom their... Husbands would be one of the experiments went bad.
0: Oh no, was when, it one of those fucking, like paper things with no. all the names written in it? You had to like no. one, two, three, four, no, blue, no, not, a dreidel. B-L-U-E. not a dreidel. No, no.
1: Dreidels are Jewish tops, it's different. No, this, it, no, it was, it was, it's a uh, yeah, it was like a,
0: wasn't it? No, I
1: don't know what the fuck it was called.
0: Dreidels are the, the things that the Jews no, spin yeah. on. Hanukkah. I don't know what it's called, <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm talking about, yes. though, yeah, yeah, it's because you go, phew, phew, yeah. Phew, 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 phew. Oh. Pick a number. Four. One, two, three, four. Pick a color. Blue. B-L-U-E. <laughs> and you pick one of these, and then you flip it open, and it's got, like, a middle finger or something drawn on yeah. it. Yeah, one of those. Everybody you know, over the age of fucking 25 is going to know exactly what uh-huh. we're talking about. Maybe... Probably 30. Yeah. Probably 30. Probably 30. You old fuckers will get it. Like <laughs> yes. we do.
1: Um,
0: Y'all remember Blockbuster? Blockbuster was great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. So, the experiment was... Um, with magical divination to see whom their uh, husbands would be. One of the experiments went bad when instead of seeing the image of their future husband, she saw the image of a coffin. Sweet. So her future husband's dead and not a woodworker. So not long after the fits started when the doctors were called in to check the girls and not being able to find anything wrong with them, they conducted concluded that it was to be the work of witchcraft. Seven Tis other, the devil. Seven other young wo- women were stricken, and they ranged in age from seventeen to twenty.
0: I wonder if that happened like after word had gotten around about other shit, go- like what was going on with these girls. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Weird how that works, right? Uh,
1: Anne Putnam, I remember that name? Yeah, was one of the girls stricken. She was twelve. Uh, three adults were also stricken. Five of the afflicted girls came from either the Paris household or the Putnam household. When asked to give names of whom afflicted them, they gave three names. The first was Sarah Good, a poor woman known for begging and had a bad temper. The second was Sarah Osborne, who was a prosperous woman who was absent from church services, which led to gossip. And the third was Sharon Osborne. Yes. Sharon! (laughs) (laughs) No. No. The last one was Tittaba. The Paris Slave.
0: Okay, so I've heard that name a couple of different ways. I've heard that the way you just said it. I've heard Tetuba. Well, Tetuba. Tetuba. Tetuba.
1: Well, Tetuba is actually, I'm sorry, it is Tetuba. But Tetuba, this is a little, means nothing at all. Um, I was actually watching um, a documentary on the Salem Witch Trials. And this lady who was um, a historian, Wanted to actually get behind who she was, Mm -hmm. and she actually found out that what everybody thinks that she was was a slave, which was – when they relate to – they say slave was a black woman. Yep. No. She – according to this woman, she was a – yes, a slave, but she was from Bermuda. Yeah. And she was a native – Bermudian. She was, she was in native. Yeah. Indian. I mean, you,
0: you don't have to be black to be a slave. We've seen that throughout history. Yeah. She was in. Uh, Doesn't matter what color you are. You can she, be. <laughs>
1: she was an uh, uh, Indian, and she. The plantation or whatever she was on it was actually being, uh, I don't know, foreclosed on something, whatever went under. Goddamn
0: bankers coming in the here.
1: Slaves had to be sold. So Samuel, who was down there, purchased Tatuba. Yeah. And she actually found the name Tatuba. With, so it's with two Ts. Tituba, as I as she pronounced it. Um, So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's where we're going to leave you guys. Yeah. We're coming into the... The first three named. Yeah. And it just...
0: Spoiler alert. One of them doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably not the one you can guess. So. Yeah. So anyway, so... Yeah, we'll be... Uh, we're going to obviously finish up our stuff with the trials and stuff next week and then the week after that we're going to have like a special not sure how long it's going to be but we're going to talk about some of the shit we do in Salem while we're down there and it's going to be pretty fucking excellent
1: we might post some stuff on Facebook while we're down there I'm sure we will maybe don't you know come on now yeah but anyway head over to studio.com check out their headphones earbuds and Bluetooth speaker yes and Whatever you find, put it in your basket, go to checkout, put the promo code of DarkWindows15 in to get 15% off your entire purchase. Yes. Because why not save at this time? Exactly. And their headphones, earbuds, all that is freaking amazing. Yeah,
0: they don't make a bad product. Yeah, exactly. Or darkwindowspod.com. You oh, go check oh. us out over there. We've got links to all of our social media. We've got links to our Age of Radio page where you can go find all of our old stuff. Including our super cringy, like, early shit. Which, by the way, I am still posting up on the Facebook page one week at a time so <laughs> people can listen to how bad it was. You're an ass. Um, we've also got links to our Threadless store where you can go buy a sweet t-shirt like the one I'm wearing right now. I got a super soft black t-shirt with a white logo. It's awesome. It's super soft. And I also bought some more notebooks because I use a Dark Windows notebook to do all, like, keep all of our editing notes and shit like that. And it's filling up very quickly. And because I'm such a nice guy, I bought Kevin a nice hardcover notebook. He is such a nice guy. For his guy. newts. It's very nice. It I is very it. nice. Also, go check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at Dark Windows Podcast on Facebook, Dark Windows Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Um, since we haven't said this in what seems like fucking 100 episodes, rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. <laughs> Please do. I honestly can't remember the last time I said that. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> like, wait a minute. We should tell people to, like, actually talk about our shit. Leave us a review. Fucking, if you really like us, leave us a three-star. It's pretty good. Because uh, as of right now, we're sitting right at about a 4.1 average at a 77, I want to say. Listen,
1: I want to see that at a 4.5.
0: I'd be okay with a 3.7. I don't care. I just want to be above average. I
1: want a 4.529.
0: It's like the fucking, the the one reason I was like, oh, we have to, like, when we first started, I'm like, we have to maintain a five-star so we can get onto this network I was looking at, and then we found one that's like, no, fuck, be a bunch of goofs like you are, just get on and do your shit. Yeah. And it's going pretty good.
1: Dare your shit, (laughs) now.
0: So, yeah, um, that's pretty much all I got. I'm, uh... Next week we start the trials. Woo! Yeah, this shit's gonna get wild next week.
1: Yes, it is. It's gonna... Yeah. There's a lot of finger pointing and and then it kind of like, you know, eventually peters out because, they, you know, well, they kind of point the wrong finger at the wrong person. Yeah, you
0: can only accuse so many people before you hit the wrong one and they're like, oh, wait. Oh, oh hold up. Aaron. I done fucked up, eh, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So with that being said, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you.